welcome to the weekly podcast of Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. Susan Willem, a liturgist and longtime member of Epworth United Methodist Church, spoke on Sunday, July 25th, 2010. Her sermon was titled, On Learning and Learning Again, Live Each Day with More Kindness and Compassion. The lectionary reading is Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 through 19, and Luke chapter 11, verses 1 through 13. On Friday, I celebrated my 64th birthday. I know. I know I don't look it. I appreciate you saying that. Uh, I'm only one of thousands of baby boomers born in 1946. That first wave of regeneration after men and women returned from World War II. They were changed forever by what they had seen and done, by the exotic and faraway places that they had visited that their farming and merchant and teacher parents could not have imagined in their lives. We boomers have been shaped by parents who lived through both the Depression and World War II. We became the first generation to be labeled and defined by our beliefs and our actions. Boomers like to think that we made the world, but we did contribute to this roller coaster of flaunting rules and authority, of seeking change for the better, demanding to be heard and believing that we could change the world. I've been doing some reflecting on these 64 years on this planet Earth. 34 of them lived right across the street from this church. And I recognize a number of lessons that I have learned over this time. One that I learned many years ago that I will never forget is that macrame plant hangers are not the universal gift that everyone is happy to receive. (laughs) Especially handmade by your own hand macrame plant hangers. The hours required to create just one macrame plant holder was never adequately reflected in the eyes or the voice of the receiver of my gift. (laughs) Another thing I've learned, and many of you will identify with this, is that cats are not easier pets than dogs. (laughs) Most notably because dogs can be shamed into obedience, and cats just get haughtier when you try to shame them. (laughs) Dogs don't usually eat food off the counter, and if a dog does get food, they just devour it whole whereas a cat will just nibble around the edges and maybe leave a paw print in the middle, just enough to ruin the food. And do you know how many tools and devices I own, have bought, to remove cat hair? Special tools for delicate fabrics, upholstery, and carpet. It's a constant battle. I've also learned that one size does not fit all. Learn to be aware of slogans like, we're here to help you with your banking needs. Or the clincher, only 100 calories per serving. But I've also learned to read the nutritional labels that inform me that that serving is only one half of one ounce. (laughs) I've learned these things over my life. They've gained through experience, formed not only from that experience, but as it was perceived through the current culture, the political climate, and roles that I was playing, such as mother, or worker, or lover. It's easy to feel lost in this world that has changed exponentially faster with each passing year. 
These have been amazing decades. But that is a conversation that I would be happy to have with any of you at some time. And I would like to talk to you about something else that I have learned and relearned over these years. And that is about prayer. Not just its form, its posture. The value of written prayer as well as a spontaneous prayer. The benefit not simply of the experience of answered prayer, but also the discipline and the reminder it is of my faith. I've learned to sing prayers into Zay services. I've learned the humility and grace of kneeling at these rails after receiving communion in this community. The reading from Luke's account of the Gospels is about praying and our faith in that prayer. The version of the Lord's Prayer in this reading is a much shorter version of the prayer that Matthew records in his account. And that prayer in Matthew is the one that we more commonly used. Perhaps if we used the shorter version in Luke, we'd be out of church before 11.15 on Sundays. <laughs> the Luke prayer is shorter, but all the elements are still contained in the longer version in Matthew. We have seen over and over again in the gospel the simple-mindedness of the apostles, not really understanding that they were working with God's Son, that they were supposed to be learning things to carry Christianity through the centuries to come. They were frequently so simple-minded. I'm always comforted to know that even the disciples' frequent bumbling and misunderstanding did not thwart the power of Jesus' life and teachings. Being recounted, those teachings capturing people's lives and imaginations, and moving us all toward a more compassionate world. But the disciples' request for Jesus to teach them how to pray, I think, was perhaps one of their best insights. The relationship Jesus had with God, they witnessed as truly remarkable, and one that the disciples recognized as Jesus' source of his power. And so in an attempt to gain some of that wisdom and closeness, the disciples asked Jesus how to pray, how to speak with God. I was deeply moved on one Sunday and continue to hold in my heart. I don't even remember who was being liturgist that morning. But they led us into the Lord's Prayer by noting these words had been repeated since Jesus taught his disciples to say it. These words had been echoed in the catacombs and cathedrals and churches and homes of Jesus' followers. An echo of Jesus' lesson to the disciples. An echo of centuries of belief and faithfulness. Many of us have walked together in body and soul. This is a three-month period when we, as a family of faith, are looking at our physical as well as our spiritual needs and supporting each other to bring those needs into balance. As I've talked with people and as I've listened at our Wednesday evening potluck gatherings, I've been struck by how challenging the categories of prayer and meditation, Bible reading, and body of Christ have been for many of us. And I've noticed this especially because it has been this area that is most difficult for me to improve. I can drink water. I can exercise sometimes. 
I can eat fruits and vegetables. Those are all tangibles. But being made aware of how little time I allocate daily to my spiritual growth has been a big jolt for me. And I'm learning about my own needs and inadequacies, and I'm working on it. We often learn together. Many of us treasure the period of silence at the beginning of our worship. It is surprising to many visitors how long we sustain that communal silence. And it's also surprising to me when I worship elsewhere and the period of silence is so brief that I barely have time to close my eyes and take a deep breath. But we have grown into this communal practice together. We had to learn as individuals and together as a community the importance of this discipline to our corporate worship time. As a body, we settle ourselves to worship God, to remove distractions, to put aside our worries, to hear the word and be challenged to go out and serve. Early on, I remember liturgists would frequently note that uh, we enter a time of relative silence because there are frequently babies in our midst who spontaneously pray aloud. But it seems as though even those babies have learned the value of that meditative and collective time. It is a precious time to be together in that silence. One of the commentaries I read in preparation this morning was from a Dominican priest, Herbert McCabe, who noted that a major reason for our distractions when we pray is that we often pray for things we don't really want. But we pray because it sounds nice or religious or even high-minded. He noted that when you are praying for what you really want, you will not be distracted. People on sinking ships do not complain of distractions during their prayer. (laughs) In the torturous two days of my son's disappearance a few years ago, my prayer had simply been, please keep him safe, God. I didn't think about money foolishly spent or even poor judgments, but simply for his physical safety. As if to teach me a lesson about faith, Dustin was found in a synagogue. And on a Saturday when it was busy and people noticed this young man in distress. I do have to say I thought it was a bit boastful of God that he put him in a synagogue to be found. But it was also a lesson to me, reminding me again of the power of God's care and nurture and watchfulness. Dustin was found safely and delivered to a hospital and cared for so well. Believe me, my mind and my heart were constantly repeating, God, please keep him safe. These last few weeks have been a wonderful set of readings and lessons. To me, they seem to be among the most practical lessons and teachings on living the life of Christ. A few weeks ago, Odette preached on the story of the Good Samaritan, reminding us again of the mission statement of the Christian life. Love God with all your being. Love your neighbor. And love your neighbor as much as you love yourself. 
Jesus said that all the preceding laws and prophecies that had ever been written could be summed up in those few simple words. When Ron preached last week about the bounty of a summer harvest that was so impermanent, reminding us of the value of seizing each day, living each day as if we were at our ripest for harvest. Or as he stated with such eloquence and theological insight that I had to write it down, today's bowl of cherries is tomorrow's pits. (laughs) Today those sweet cherries are wonderful to partake of, but tomorrow they may be soured or gone bad, but we have the pits to remind us of the wonderful taste that we enjoyed. Following the teaching of the prayer, Jesus tells two stories to illustrate how well God cares for us. The first is about the man who receives a visitor late at night, finds he has nothing to serve his friend, and so goes to a neighbor to ask for food. The neighbor is grumpy. Completely understand that. But because of the friend's persistence, the neighbor finally responds to his request. And the last part of the Lucan scripture is perhaps more familiar a very simple trinity. Ask, and it will be given to you. Search, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open for you. And then he follows for a parallel emphasis. For everyone who asks, receives. And everyone who searches, finds. And for everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. But note that these are not simply gifts. These require an action on the part of the petitioner to ask, to search, to knock on a door. Even if we are not in a place of awareness and faith, God loves us unconditionally and takes better care of us than we can imagine to ask for. The Luke passage ends with these words, and I'm going to read them as found in Eugene Patterson's uh, translation titled, The Message. Don't bargain with God. Be direct. Ask for what you need. This is not a cat and mouse, hide and seek game we're in. If your little boy asks for a serving of fish, do you scare him with a live snake on his plate? If your little girl asks for an egg, do you trick her with a spider? As bad as you are, you wouldn't think of such a thing. You're at least decent to your own children. And don't you think that God, who conceived you in love, will give the Holy Spirit when you ask? Yes, I've learned many times over the years about God's goodness. I've learned that the Holy Spirit enters a soul to calm fears. I've learned that the teachings of Jesus are so simple, they are profound. They require us to live each day with more kindness and compassion. And sometimes I have to learn those things again and learn it again. I'm grateful that God is patient, that God's mercy and grace are always as close as my breathing and my heartbeat are to my body, always available and close to me, even when I forget that I had already learned that. Thanks be to God.
thank you for listening to the weekly podcast of Upper United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. Worship services are Sunday at 10 a.m. at 1953 Hopkins Street in Berkeley. Child care is provided during worship. Visit our website at www.epworthberkeley.org. Thank you.